Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 331. Wow. Wow. Wowzers. Can't even believe it. Can't even believe it that we're so close to episode 574. <laughs> I can't even believe it. Oh my God. I, I can't even believe that we're so close oh, to episode man. 574. Just hashtag, you can right, reach me at hashtag testing my patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is insane. <laughs> what an insane way to begin any show. Yeah, this is the, every episode since episode one has been the countdown to episode 574. Why that landmark? So Why that landmark? It's best, left, it's best left alone. Yeah, you don't need to understand. You'll understand when we get there and then you'll then you'll really understand but this is the b-movie breakdown it's a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment and awesome and also when we have films of the past and present with the good the bad the what the fuck <laughs> wow. i meant to say awesomely bad but i went awesomely bad getting all crazy <laughs> here getting all all over the place oh my god uh, have you done this before i have done it so many times because it's know. the it's the home of the good the bad the what the fuck in uh in all of your uh awesome and awesomely bad movies and uh, you can find out what we're going to watch at the end of every episode. Uh, so make sure you listen to the end. and We will reveal what the next movie is going to be so you too can join in on the madness. If you want to follow us on the social media, you can do so at B Movie Breakdown, especially over there on the gram. Do it. Check it out. Follow us. Check out the stories. Check out the posts. Check it all out. And uh, <laughs> how and, does uh, how does social media work, and, man? <laughs> uh, maybe uh, maybe also subscribe to the podcast on uh, wherever you find your podcast. That would be uh, fantastic too. God. Maybe leave a little review. Uh, DM us with suggestions for the podcast. Like uh, kind of kicked off this recent monster trend was uh, Nick's thoughts, but then another somebody else on Twitter was like, "Oh, you should." It was like, "Wow, we're." wavelengths are connecting and then they kind of uh, put us into this deep dive into monster movies here wavelengths on the uh, podcast as of late Uh, I guess we should mention I am Corey yep and I am Nick I'm Pat my name's Nick and that's Pat and there's Corey yeah and that's that's the B movie breakdown crew we're gonna break down some B's the BMB crew and uh, one of us Movies. on the BMB crew has some other things going on, and I think they might want to mention that. Stuff. I'm just going to throw a quick shout out to the other show that I do called Weird and Feared with, uh, you know, it's got monsters, madness, and mayhem involved. So if you want to listen to spooky stories or crazy stories or just cryptid type things, you know, that kind of cool stuff, check it out. Check it out. So like I said, we've been going down a little bit of a deep dive in some earlier monster movies. Uh, we were in the 50s last week and uh, this, week we, this week we are in the 70s <laughs> with with uh, a little bit of this a... This movie was made in the 70s? 60s, I thought it was 64. Oh, this was in the 60s. Sorry. This was in Even the 60s. Last week was in the 50s. Right. Uh, so this was in the 60s. And, uh, you know, it, it does involve a class... Well, it, the name of it involves a classic movie monster. Uh, does it in, actually have that classic movie monster in it? Hey, man, you got to open to interpretation. Yeah, I'm not even sure through interpretation if that's correct. I don't even know. I mean, I suppose we'll get into it. I mean, I don't know, man. Man made of corpses or robot? Same. <laughs> sure, it's the same. <laughs> same. Um, so, but yeah, this movie was from 1965. It's a horror sci-fi uh Classic for being uh, one of the w- just worst movies ever made. This is what one of its monikers that it, yeah. it takes over. Uh, I mean, there's worse movies. Is here, uh, yeah. But we'll get into it. So this week's movie from 1965, Frankenstein meets the Space Monster. It's the best of the worst.
Hashtag testing my patience. <laughs> Hashtag I wish I was only listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Video, no thanks. No one yeah. needs to see cool, Corey's cool bass riff he was just doing. His air bass as Perhaps. he... Perhaps. Yeah. yeah, I was just, rock, I was just rocking out to the bass jams well, you in, know, the, in, the, in the theme song. Uh, yeah, sparing the details. There's a, The setup that's going on right now it means we get to hear the theme song live. And of course, we have to react to that in person because <laughs> yeah, we, we've never we've it. never heard it before. So now we have to basically air dance to it. <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. Just do, like, do, uh, yeah, do we have just, to? I feel like that's what the people who made this week's movie were thinking. We got to do what we got to do. And uh, honestly, they made one of the bo- most boring pieces of garbage I've ever seen in my life. I wasn't life. bored. Uh, I was really? I, really. It doesn't help yeah. that I was uh, a little sleepy while watching it. See, and that's your own fault. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's of, your own. But fault, honestly, dude. it wasn't that sleepy. I watched it at like seven thirty at night. It wasn't that sleepy, but dude, it was you just had so a bored. long day. You had a long day. I was just very bored. Um, oh most of this God. movie does not have dialogue because it's just nothing. Just shots of nothing with music being played. Yeah, aren't over you it. impressed? Yeah. Silent, stock silent, footage, silent I could, yeah. Aren't you, aren't you then, impressed with like military footage and just rockets? Oh, I don't think that military footage was um, requ- or what? I don't think they License? got that with permission. No, they just no. took it. It's fine. <laughs> no, and uh, they, I, they I, paid their taxes. It's I could, fine. I could go look up old NASA footage if I wanted to and put my own music over. Yeah, you it. might want to. Yeah, I don't know if you can throw it in a movie though. No, know. but I could just do it for my own enjoyment. Yeah, but that's not what they did. <laughs> no, they made they tried. I mean, they made a movie out of this. I'd, I'd rather do that than watch this movie again. I, I was really I, surprised this was from '65. I would have guessed easily '55. Also, I would say that this movie is. Uh, I know notoriously it's bad, but I think it has its own little charm. Uh, this yeah, is, it's got a lot of charm. No, 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 not this. Uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. I think this is worse than Plan Nine from Outer Space. Sure, that's fine. But these movies, they, they, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, you know, um. I'm looking for a word that is not quite um, flavor eccentricities. There's certain movies with these eccentricities that I'm just like, <laughs> all right. I feel, I feel Come like on, he- man. You cannot tell me that. Sure, there was like, sure, fine. You said it before. There was not a lot going on. But I mean, if you just tell somebody the plot of this movie, there's a lot going on. Why are all these things happening? Right. There is a lot going on, but also at the same time, nothing going on. It's yeah, weird. Nothing Why at are all these at the happening? Same time, yeah. I don't know, dude. He, I don't know who else you want to send on a rocket to Mars besides this android you just built. And then you put the android up to have a press conference, and he freaks out. Then he freezes. Amazing. And then you just have like still, still frames on his face for like five minutes. That's how he froze. Oh, yeah. Right, but this it went on for way... Oh, my God. Also, five minutes. Exaggerator over here. Is that your robot I don't think It felt it, like five minutes. I don't think it was, <laughs> no, I don't it was like, an exaggeration. It was like 20, it was like 20 seconds. <laughs> but it was also the world's smallest press conference that's ever existed. Yeah, no one was taping it, so it was fine. Yeah, the world. There's, so that's yeah, just, it's four okay reporters, that, maybe. Um, the yeah. only thing that I really like that's great about this movie that I feel like it is the first movie for um, the wonderful actor James uh, Karen, who most famously played the character uh, known as Frank in Return of the Living Dead. Okay. He's the guy who works at the um, the facility. Where they're doing the job, where him and the yes. one main guy are like hanging out, mm-hmm. and they're doing the. Didn't you just watch those movies recently? Yeah. The first one? Yeah. So the yeah. main old, the old guy okay. who was like the guy's boss who's showing him how to do everything mm-hmm. and who's like is so over the top dramatic and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, that's the one of the main guy in this movie. That's okay. not the Frankenstein monster, but the, the scientist. That's okay. him. That okay. was, that was his first ever movie was this movie. Huh. And I love that actor. He's obviously been sure. in a lot of horror movies and things like that. Uh, 
and uh, Poltergeist being another one, and then both of the Return of the Living Dead, the first two movies, uh, he's in those, and he's fantastic in those, but this is like an, in- an interesting start for that man's career is... Uh, because he's, I mean, he's barely in it. So I feel like the the longest scene he's in is him on a moped. Uh, yeah, because that's a lot of the scenes in this movie. Yeah, dude, how, else do, you, how, how else do you want to travel Puerto Rico? I guess. On that, a cool moped as you listen to some banging tunes. weak-ass moped. I mean, they're part of the military, too. Why was that their main mode of transportation? You know what it reminded me of? Scooty Puff Jr. from Future Oh, my you remember God, that thing? Yes, yes. Yeah, one, <laughs> that 100%. That crummy little space scooter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh... Also, the so there's obviously like, well, it's Frankenstein versus the space monster, and it's no, funny because Frankenstein meets the space meets monster, the space right? monster, and it's funny because there's a few different times. The space monster is only in it really towards the end. It should be called Frankenstein just barely meets yeah. the space. monster. You know, it's like some people want to complain about like certain movies when they come out, like mainly like, it's timely, like Godzilla movies, like the last yeah. couple Godzilla movies. Sure, people complained. That like Godzilla, it wasn't like Godzilla the entire time. No, which is people just want him all the time. Right, right. Which is like you got to have something else going on. Otherwise, yeah. you can't have a movie. You don't with have that. to. You just need two hours of war. Two hours of just a monster <laughs> just just fighting. Yeah, why not doing whatever it wants? Um, but anyways, but that was a complaint when the first one came out, and the second one not so much because there's a lot of monsters in Godzilla and King of the Monsters. But it's I mean, just like full of monsters. Yeah, there's monsters like all over the place. How many monster movies can you think of where like they dick around and then at the end there's a battle? That's like a lot. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's most of them. Yeah. And so it's like basic this, formula. This, this fits in with any of those great right. films. But no, but at least in a lot of those, <laughs> at least in a lot of those like Godzilla ones, you get it throughout. It's it's okay. like paced. Right. They pace it sometimes, and that's what some people don't under get about like the the way like. Anybody who didn't like that like 2014 Godzilla movie for that reason for like pacing issues with monsters has never seen any of the Toho ones because the pacing is way oh, yeah. less frequent. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and I, well, I will say one thing that I did just watch Godzilla versus Kong and I, I can say I thoroughly enjoyed the pacing in Godzilla versus Kong for, for it being a versus movie. Sure. Um, you know, like akin, to, like I, I can uh, compare the pacing to like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, well, I mean, Freddy versus Jason is almost a masterpiece, right? So it's I'm I'm saying it's a, it has that good wow. pacing. I'm saying it has that good pacing of like the toe titular characters, yes, and you're getting it, but you're getting the side stuff too, which is important. Yeah. But you're getting what they're t- advertising, which is like I can only compare it to me. Like, how many other versus movies have there been? Not many, and <laughs> Alien vs Predator, but those suck. So those they're are not, bad examples. They're not of, great. No, yeah. those are bad no. examples of. The versus movies, and that's usually yeah. why they don't do these versus movies, because a lot of times they turn everyone, out to everyone be... thinks of Alien versus Predator, which was like, come on, guys, why are we doing that? And then even the second one, then the, the big fights in dark, why are you doing that? Can we see the creatures? That's why I'm here. And people, some people even complained about Godzilla, both Godzilla movies, about how the fights are at night, right? Which is, the, but, I, I will accept that valid complaint, but mainly because in the other ones, some of the, but the, but at least in the. 2014 Godzilla and in King of the Monsters, any night fights, you can see yes, everything. Right. Everything see looks monster, great. Yeah. Right. It's not like it's pitch black light. Like in, no. in Alien vs. Predator Requiem and the fight at the end with the Pred Alien, very hard to see. Yeah, and everything, that going, everything going on probably would have looked really cool. 
but it's just dark as hell. Yeah, it's a very dark scene. Yeah. I feel like it was to hide that they didn't just didn't yeah, have great effects why on the be so dark yeah, on the um, on the pred alien there, which is like a cool concept and like you're on board. And I even somehow gave that movie a chance, even though I didn't like Alien vs Predator at all. I was like, all right, here's round two. Let's see if we. Nope, I guess you tricked me again. Gotcha. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It, it really was whoever wins, we lose because we lost twice. That was the, yeah. the dumb tagline, but it was it stood true for both movies. Oh, I just, nice. I just had lots of a little self-aware. Just still lots of, <laughs> just still lots of questions, but we're not going to ask them here. No, and they'll never no. be answered either. But, but with the space monster in this, because um, obviously without seeing this movie and like not really knowing what to expect, I didn't know if these aliens we saw at first those were the space monsters. They could be, or well, yeah, obviously sure the thing at the end was the space monster because it's on the poster of the fucking for the movie. So that's like the thing. I didn't look at those kind of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I looked at that spoiler. Wow. That was the poster for the, the film. Poster. <laughs> um, and yeah. which is also displayed on Amazon when you click on the movie. Do you think I, a kid walked into the theater in 1965, saw the poster? Like, spoilers. Yes, I hope so. Like, oh, Scott, he showed me the monster. <laughs> right. I wanted to be surprised by the monster. <laughs> how dare they? How dare they show me this thing that hooked me from the title of the movie? Yeah. It's surprising how little he's in the movie. Yeah, he's very in the movie. Very, La- very little. The last four minutes. Oh, uh, that the this movie actually made me angry yeah, man, because, <laughs> because of the ending. Because I like the ending more than I the mean, rest of the film. That the, most of the movie was not like that. Even just in the the dialogue, well, dialogue or lack thereof. But anything involving in the end, it was like, why wasn't this more of the movie? Why didn't we have this? I mean, obviously, we yeah, know why. They, lot just, of... they just probably didn't have any money or anything to do anything. I mean, and that's just why they had stock footage, and that's why they had like the yeah. The stock uh, footage gave you credibility. They like, had oh, the military. Most involved. of the movie we took. Oh, yeah. Who NASA made this? Movie. Yeah, this is like a Michael Bay film. The military. Most of the movie took Weird. place in like a spaceship that looked like a barn. It was like wood, wooded. Hey, a wood hey we're not going to. We're not going to. We're not going to. Sh- we're not going to shit on how cool a spaceship. That was. spaceship had some tarnished qualities. The outside was definitely larger on the inside. The inside was amazing, but the inside was great too. But I'm just saying they they had they had a location and. And that's where yeah. they wanted the, the film. A oh, lot they of the shot movie. most of the movie in that. Like, I don't know. Do you did you notice at one point? I don't know why, but they're filming Frank as he's walking. Yeah. And they didn't want to walk in a straight line, so they film him walking in a circle around the camera. Isn't that cool? He's just doing like a three sixty. I didn't notice that. Notice that specific scene, but I totally believe it happened. There's that one. There's yeah. one scene where that happens. Maybe because like. He's got all that stuff on, and they don't want to walk through like the brush. But they just pan around in a circle instead yeah. of having him walk in a straight line. So I mean, yeah. So I'm gonna it's fine if I'm gonna have to be like a, a normal person or something. Yeah, this isn't a good movie. No, no. But guess what? It involved a space program where they were launching an android they built into space that spent that the doctor spent ten years like developing, and then we find out like something happened. All the things I read said they were from Mars. Did they ever say they were from Mars in the actual film itself? They were going mm. to Mars. No, but the like the aliens. No, but everything. No, I don't think they even, ever did. Yeah. yeah, everything even on Wikipedia says yeah, Martians. They said Martians. Martians. So I'm like, they are Martians. I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense because their planet was wiped out by a nuclear. We couldn't a nuclear get, war. Yeah. So like they won the war, but there was like maybe ten people yeah, left. And then, That's and not then, winning. Well, and then it takes a swerve, which is again just commentary on like the Cold War. You know, like this could happen to us. But then it takes a word swerve. Now they're going to abduct all the women. 
for like their braiding stock. Oh. Like, and I'm like, Nadir, what are you doing? At, right. At one point, I thought they were going to fucking rape those women in in that viewing room. They were laying the women down, and then the princess well, that came was on in. The, that I was, like, was what on is the, going on? Something similar was on the agenda. Or some oh, kind something, of, yeah, they were, or they some were kind being of, uh, well, didn't they summon, in some way, I think. Didn't they summon all like the men they had available to get ready for the next phase? I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's... I'm like, I don't want to... What are you showing me? No, yeah, I think it was an artificial just, uh, procedure. Yeah, I would... I mean... I would say I would hope, but I don't hope. I also would ho- still hope not great. Hope they'd be just be freed. But yeah, just going to the beach party, stealing women, and and then Frank is a robot. That and this, this that's just such an insane thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to your point about Martians, real quick, because I don't yes. want to forget this. I think also at the time, well, not even this is the six. It's the mid sixties. Yeah, so I guess just, it's not like, like it's synonymous the, with alien. Like it, oh, they're aliens, but they're Martians. It's the same thing. If it was the fifties, I would say. I would give him like I was a little bit of cut the middle of slack because like the term Martian was probably used a lot more in the fifties, but by the mid sixties, I think the term alien was like you would hope so. More so, but like, this yeah. is also the same people who still who just continually see it wouldn't stop calling people indigenous people of America Indians. That's not where they're from, guys. It's not where they're from. They don't know that. They don't care. They would have called yeah. They would have called aliens it's, from anywhere. So Martians. Martians. Yeah, exactly. And that's <laughs> just like you just can't. Like that's not that's a fake thing, but like in real life, there's this horrible example of you just calling people the wrong name because you just decided for 500 years to just keep saying that. Once again, this movie not, seems so much more like it was shot in 1955, ten years earlier. I mean, it really does. Pro- I mean, made like the like even the like the of style like of the aliens. Yeah, totally. I mean, even if you think totally. of like yeah. Plan Nine from Outer Space, it's yeah. 1959, which is still six years before this movie, and. Probably similar budget. I mean, but I feel like even Ed Wood probably didn't like this movie. Some even somebody like him like didn't like this movie. Even he made. I mean, there's not much going on. But the the budget was estimated to be sixty thousand dollars for this movie. Well, that makes sense. They spent most a, of it building that ship. Yeah, the ship was expensive. I just have a lot of questions. And shooting in Puerto why Rico. Did, why did you? Why did you decide? Why was it shot in Puerto Rico? Actually, yeah. Yes, it was actually yeah. shot in Florida and mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico. I would have guessed it was all shot in Florida for sure. Yeah, Florida. And, it's a very Florida. Movie. No, they felt the need to actually go there. Huh. That was an excuse to get away, I guess. Why would you? Why would you? I just want to know why you would. Do, I was just so fascinated with the fact that this was the plot of this film. A robot goes into space, gets shot down by aliens who thought he was coming to attack. Yeah, why them. do you need? Or that they didn't part. even know. They didn't even know it was a pilot. They thought it was like a missile, like. To blow them up. They yeah. didn't know there was a guy inside. That's right. another and thing. Then, they had the blo- ability to travel through space. You couldn't oh, tell the difference right. between but, a Before they- I forget, my favorite line in the entire thing was after things, like, they, they blow the thing up. He escapes. They realize there's a person. And they've just been ranting about how no one can discover us. We can't be seen. And then the dude goes, we have to land. I was like, you have to land. Fly away. Right. Anyways. Also, I think the doctor yes. of Fiedler... Who cares? Whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nadir. Why did I say Fiedler? Yeah. Fielder. I thought it was Fielder, but Nadir. Uh, Dr. Nadir. He's, he's, a, he's an alien. Right. I think he knew there were people in there. Because when she's like, there are people she, in there, he, he, she gives a look like, yeah, I kind of like. He's like, I'm just going to blow everything up. Yeah, because that's I, what knew, I, do. I knew this wasn't a missile and like I was right. just doing this. Um, didn't that guy kind of look like a shitty like elf Uncle Fester? He looked like Elf Uncle Fester. Well, he made he, he made reminded it, me of not, somebody. But you can't think you can't think of Uncle Fester like Christopher n- Lloyd Uncle no. Fester. You got to think of like sure, the old show sure. Uncle Fester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he kind of looked like but a he's shitty just, like, every facial more like Uncle a Fester. Yeah, <laughs> every facial expression he made was just unsettling to to watch him the Nick, way he would twist his mouth and stuff. You know uh, the the aliens reminded me of their ship, yeah. like their whole aesthetic. Yeah. Captain Proton. 
Yeah, like Queen Arachnia. Yeah, that's similar. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, that's the same style. It's a hologram. Oh, yeah. It's a hologram program in the Star Trek. I will give this Starship movie, Voyager. I will give this movie credit though for like the effect of when they like pulled the brain back. Like yeah, the head cool. back that kind of looked cool. Like for what it was, I thought for what it was in the budget. I I'll thought give his him, damage looked better than that part. Uh, I don't know his face damage. I thought his face damage was a little more it grotesque was, and kind of hideous. Imagine if this movie was in color. No, black oh, and white. No, no, that was no, no, very that's, bad. That's, that smooths out all the details, man. Yeah. That's what's great. Yeah. yeah. This, I don't want to watch this movie in color. Even, even the alien here. makeup of Nadir in black and white, he's like, this is not like great. I, I would I would love to see a colorized version of no, this No, you don't. No one wants to see that. Just leave it be this black and white. And not even just like the black, not film. even like a like what it actually looked like or whatever, because they, obviously they could have had the means to film and color it in the, at the time, but like a colorized version, like how they do like the Lucy episodes. Right. Yeah, or like sure. The, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a wonderful life, like a colorized somebody a, chooses yeah. the colors of everything that's what i want to see for this movie mainly for the frankenstein oh god it's even rough i even feel it's like offensive to call him frankenstein oh it definitely is i'm fine it's whatever it's, it's not fine. even frankenstein no he's not sense. He's, frankenstein. He's, a he's a full robot he's, a robot. he's also Correct. why Correct. couldn't the main scientist why couldn't his last name be frankenstein because then it would have made more sense like because i don't think they understood anything that they were doing i don't think they did it at all no, he did. They just wanted. They wanted to do a new take on Frankenstein by just calling this robot Frankenstein. Like they had heard somebody at a diner talk about Frankenstein before. Like yeah, I got an idea for a movie. What about when Frank was fighting the alien for the first time? Yeah, cool. How fucking funny was that? It was great. It was, <laughs> it was dramatic. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I don't know about that. I was. I was glad like, oh. it finally happened. I was like, I was. I was so invested in the fight. I really cared who was going to win or not. I think. I, was it, like, oh. I think I was. In the, I, was I think I was on the edge of my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> when they were shutting. All right. That's a good, that's a good, that's a, what does that mean? That's a good line. That's the compliment I'm giving. That's a good line. Yeah, I just... But, like, the fact that that was the plot. He's a Frankenstein robot. He's a robot that falls to Earth, gets melted, and they're like, we have to make sure there's no witnesses. We have to destroy this Frankenstein monster. So let's land here and then have a whole search party. But then we decide... And then run and around then in our silly out, spacesuits. And then you find out later that they're actually going to plan to abduct women, which means people are going to see right. you. But so they, like you... But, they were doing bad things because they were abducting women, and then Frank was doing bad things because he's just on a killing spree. He was murdering lots yeah, of people. Yeah, he chopped a guy up with very, an axe. It was didn't very he? horrifying. Dude, he, he was on a he killing spree. He somebody's head in. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a, that's what I mean. There's like an alien movie over here, and then a weird like robot sci-fi horror film where this guy is just killing people. Also, when Frank was just like because of the makeup and like the eye, like the eye or lack thereof, yeah. and like when he was just like lost, like yeah, look like. It was awesome. It was so like funny though, like him being lost was just like you. They should have almost had some like sillier music during when he was lost because it would have made it at least a little bit like comical on purpose type of yeah. thing, as opposed to this like comical on accident. How about when the uh, when the doctor finds him, and then like he's like leading Frank along, and it kept looking like they were gonna hold hands, but they didn't. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, because he's like that reaching was a out. very long. Yeah, and like but like Frank reaches out and even like. It's almost like the actor was tricked because the doctor kept putting his hand back to like kind of grab him, and then like Frank would go for it, and he'd just pull it away. Yeah. So it was like this looked like this game that went on for a very long time. That was one of the many like long unnecessary scenes where nothing happens. What about right. the, come on, Frank? Let's go, Frank. Like the pool no, party. Why was that pool party in there? Because they oh, got all those. Ex- a, they got all those, a place with a bunch of ladies. You got all those extras, so you had to show them. I would. I felt bad for all the ladies that didn't get taken. Like, oh. How much music do they steal for this movie? Do you think anybody actually licensed their songs? No, to I don't think any of that was licensed. There's have, no way because no they were idea. like actually decent songs from once again ten years earlier. I don't know. I mean, I they had, they had songs in the credits that, that they cited. Those ones are in there. They're just because they're cited doesn't mean they have permission <laughs> to use them. Oh, well, that's rough. I could steal some music and throw the name of it on a video. It doesn't yeah, mean that's I, true. I have permission to use it. I mean, that's not wrong. That's true. <laughs> Did you notice at one point somebody said robot? 
Yeah, it's a note I have. The doctor says it multiple <laughs> yep, times. It's a, it's a he calls him a robot. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote R-O-B-I-T, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation yep. point. He it said was, robot twice. It was an artistic decision. Possibly. I, I made this robot. As far as I know, it's like an Eastern, East Coast Jew thing. That's all I know. Yeah. Because like, that's the only people I ever hear say it. Right. And like, yeah, obviously, mainly Futurama is when you think of um, Zoidberg's uncle. Zoidberg's his robot, too. Right. Zoidberg. But I always think of Zoidberg's uncle because he's like older and he has that like more like Jewish. Because he's supposed to be this old Jewish yeah, guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be a caricature of yeah, an old he's, Jew. Yeah, he's uh, Harold Zoid, Harold Boyd, like this like, <laughs> yeah. Jewish old, you know, Well, you know actor, who else says it? And he's like, oh, the robot. And then, yeah, so. The dad from Goldberg says robot. He does. Yes. So East Coast Jew thing. That's all I can think yep. of. That's the only people I've ever heard. Robot. Yeah. But when he said it in this movie, I was like, oh, well, there we I was go. Like, oh, yeah, this is great. And like, then he said it sweet. again, and it just really, yes, yeah, very, good. very much noteworthy. Oh, yeah. Uh, this movie, uh, you're talking about like Martians and stuff. This movie was also called. Um, it had a few different times. Mars Attacks Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, Why wasn't it that? Duel, it's a good one. Duel of the Space Monsters. I mean, Frankenstein meets the Spacemen. That's better. That, that one makes sense. Uh, yeah. Mars Attacks Puerto Rico. Mars Invades Puerto Rico and Operation San Juan. I like Operation San Juan because, like, you expect some military thing and you just get this crazy yeah. town like, adventure. Like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. And, and then when it, when it came out, it was also released as a double feature, just like last week's movie. Mm-hmm. It was Makes with a, sense. With a movie called Curse of the Voodoo. I mean, all those are, that's not the full name, is it? Yes. Curse of the Voodoo, also known as Curse of Simba, also known as Voodoo Blood Death. Wow. Oh, so there was another someone one. Someone got a hold of that one. It's like, nah, we need something better it than that. It was a 1965 British American supernatural horror film set in Africa, but filmed in England. In 18 days. Oh, boy. There, I think there was another name for that movie, too, that was on the poster you sent us. Because I didn't know what movie we were watching at first. Well, I don't know. It was like the Sandai Curse. Oh, that was just the tagline at the bottom. I cut, I cut, oh, out, is that the, what it was? I cut out the name of the... Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so this movie says, In Africa, a hunter kills a great lion. The animal turns out to be a sacred to a local tribe of voodoo worshippers. And when the hunter turned, returns to England, he finds himself seeing strange apparitions involving the lion and murderous jungle warriors. Oh, boy. Curse of the voodoo. Curse of Simba, Curse that, of the Voodoo. I mean, that one sounds like it's got some questionable things going on. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't I mean, even... 1965, probably. Uh, I, I mean, questionable is, of course, an understatement. I mean, on the poster, they've got... I don't know, what do we... Black guys wearing what I would think are, I just, don't know, some sort of weird loincloth. Generic. Well, it's also, yeah. they're supposed to be like African... It's supposed to take place in a long time ago, so African warriors and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sure... Yeah, I'm sure it was, sure very, it was all historic. Uh, yeah, it was very authentic. <laughs> yeah, very authentic. Right. Yeah, I'm sure they really. I think that's why this movie, to Curse of Simba. I think that's where they got the Lion King from too. I don't know if that's no, true. That's from a Japanese anime from a long time. Ago. Yeah, Corey, you don't oh know what you're talking God. about. Just saying, that's what it is. Making a joke, but because it's like a Simba. No, you know this is recorded in the episode. Your stupid voice you're making. No one knows. <laughs> that's my impression of Pat. Um, actually, it was an anime episode. I thought you were being sincere. The, the I don't know about all that. Known as uh, Simba's life well, the good in thing the is, jungle. The good thing is with this show, nobody else ever jumps in with actually. Nobody, none of us jump in with facts. <laughs> No. So like, no, no one does that. But Pat gets called out for being. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to say a thing he knew, and he got, we, we got to hear ass. a stupid voice. <laughs> got to hear a stupid for, voice. For now on, I'm just going to introduce myself in the episode and just 
I'll outro myself too. That'll be just, it. No, be like, he's like, I'm Corey. I'm Nick. And you're like, I'm out. <laughs> Perfect. I'm just done. Yeah. But thank and you. you hear me walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of a door, by the way. Thank you though. Thank no, you. No, no, yeah. no. I do not accept that. I totally <laughs> yeah. reject any thanks yeah, you give me. Pat accepts sincerity. <laughs> well, I was being sincere with my thank you. I, I was thanking him for telling me about the, the know, anime. Don't know about that smirk. You have in your face how sincere it is. It felt like he was trying to like be like, like as if I, I don't saying, know what I'm talking about. Even, but I'm, in reality, I was making a joke and not being serious. Well, I didn't yeah, know because he was. It was. A, you felt like you're. You know, you were diminishing him, Pat, when he knew what you meant. I know he knew what I meant. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's how I felt when the when I was done watching this movie. <laughs> cool uh, segue. Yes. I wished it. I wished it was. <laughs> As short as last week's movie, no. uh, I well, wish it was I mean, shorter. Was it wasn't movies. that much longer, was it? It was. Uh, it was like it half was hour about, longer. It was about. No. Was it? <laughs> what? Yeah, it like right? eight, eight or nine minutes longer. Oh really? Yeah, See, it felt no. like half an hour. Yeah, longer, it felt like about ten hours longer because it I was so boring. That. It was rough, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, Oof, I don't know. We watched some stinkers, and I was okay with that one because I've seen bad ones. This, this is cool. It's old. Look at it. This but is wild. Nineteen sixty-five. There's a great movie. There's other like sure. There's great movies. What year was the Crab Monster one from? Fifty-eight. Man. 57, 58. Crab Monster is better. Oh, Crab yeah. Monster Crab is Monster better. Is way better movie than this. Crab Monster has a, a better nostalgic feel, even though it this does. is a nostalgic movie. Right. It doesn't have that. You don't like weird dialogue between an alien and his queen in just a like a closet? Because that's <sighs> pretty fun. Oh, and then when the rocket ship blasts off, they just lean back in their chair. I love that. Yeah. What, a, what about the way the space monster looked? He's cool. Yeah. He was like a, I don't yeah, know. He looks, like like a, a, he looks like a mess. He's cool. Intergalactic Yeti. Yeah, exactly. He's a... He's a space squatch. Oh man, space squatch! Watch out! I'll get you. Yeah, he will get you. He's just kept in a cage, and then women get put in cages next to his cage, and then he like tickles them. Oh, do you think they sent him in his cage? That was what the conveyor belt was for. Oh no, is he? And he was like the impregnator monster. What if it's like a? He's like a. Like, what if like an ant queen of some sort? What if yeah? Because the queen that the princess or queen or whatever is the queen, but she doesn't really. She just like rules. Yeah, she's but more then, like, like a figurehead. But like we're, you're getting at the, that space squatch over there. He, you know what he does. Yeah, he impregnates the ladies. Oh God! So they put him on a conveyor belt. They gotta get him through. Oh my! He's very gosh. efficient at his job. This is horrifying to think about. Or maybe it was vice versa. Maybe with space monsters, the women impregnate him. You think wow. he was? Oh my god! He was carrying like a. So he was like just a giant like. A, he was carrying a bunch of eggs like in, his, egg, in his. Yeah, he's just a giant bullet. egg sack. Yeah. Wow. That would explain why he's so aggressive because he has to protect his eggs. Would, there you go. It would explain everything. So then he yeah. would be a she, really. We solved. We solved the mystery. We solved the, the space monster. We solved the space monster <laughs> mystery. We did it. We did it in five seconds. Yeah, and like, they couldn't do it. Good job, guys. Well, that's an interesting. In that's an movie. interesting theory about a species, though. Because like you have a queen figurehead, but then. That's why I'm a xenobiologist. Maybe it's not even. Maybe it's not even a species. Maybe they just created that thing in a lab. I mean, potentially. But I just like that. I mean, like that natural the coronavirus. Just like that. Yeah. Oh man. Like the coronavirus. Swerve made a modern. <laughs> made a modern. The space monster yeah. equals uh, it's Frankenstein meets COVID nineteen. Just barely. That's the movie I'm gonna make. Uh, you know, we were talking about movies that came out in nineteen sixty five, and like you know, like oh, it's 66. Sound of Music came out nineteen sixty five. You're really gonna do this? Thunderball. I mean, I James think Bond, it's good. Okay, yeah. Reference. I mean, yeah, this I know. Movie is wildly out. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> it sucks. Uh, a movie called <laughs> I get it. A movie called Those Magnificent. Ma- this was the number four highest grossing film in nineteen sixty five. You ready for this title? 
Those magnificent men and their flying machines, or how I flew to London from London to Paris in 24 hour, 25 hours, 11 minutes. That is a title of a movie? What the fuck? Mainly known as Those mag- Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines. Yeah, is that, is that the one I've full heard title often. is... Is that the Borat prequel? <laughs> is that That's the, the subtitle below it? No, though, the main title, the whole full title oh, is Those Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines, or How I Flew to London... From London to Paris in 25 How do you hours fit and 11 minutes. fucking marquee. What oh, that's the why they thinking? just shortened it to yeah. the first part. What are you thinking? Yeah. It reminds me of like other movies around that time. Like it's a mad, 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 mad world. Mm-hmm. Like movies that just people have, like, like people like long. words. Doctor Strange Love is the same yeah. way. Yeah. Well, back then too, like there was probably one movie in the movie theater or two at a time as well. Right. Uh, well, also, also, if you think about advertising, because it's it, like a bunch of like 1800s, like old books or stories or even like products and even company names were just so long. That yeah. Because like you really weren't – the advertising wasn't quite the thing. So like you see the name of the company and so like it tells you like – it's like a little ad it by itself what we do. basically. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean – Always still long, and it's interesting to see how those companies shorten over the years because eventually people are like, "That's enough." Yeah, now <laughs> it's IBM. too much of a mouthful. Yeah. Right. It's just how it goes. But yeah, I mean, there's some. You, you know, we didn't. You didn't have to make a movie. I mean, there's obviously there's tons of movies like this that came out. Doctor Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Interesting. Doctor Terror's House of Horror. Put this on the list. But that's a the Doctor Terror's House of Horrors a Hammer. This was the, this was the time of Hammer horror too. Yeah, that's so you had fine. all the Hammer st- horror stuff coming from from England that was fantastic with Chris, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Uh, oh, really? Um, yeah, that's a you know um, Christopher Lee as Dracula and oh okay uh, Peter Cushing as Doctor Frankenstein and as Van Helsing. Awesome! I didn't so know that. there's all those Hammer horror movies. They're in the weird collections if you try to find them on Blu-ray. I have two of them. But it's not like the full. You can't get like the Hammer Horror. Can't buy, like, Here's all the Draculas. Yeah. Here's all the Christopher Lee Draculas. No, it's like this weird uh, like collections. Yeah. One is like called Volume One, and they never released a Volume Two yet. Oh, they were the other one's just like another collection. They're all, they're all, they're both different sets. So that's yeah. nice that there's. I don't. I didn't buy like any sort of overlap no. in there. But then they released some of them separately. The rights for all those Hammer yeah, Horror movies. Yeah, owns the rights to that stuff. They're all over the place. Look Especially because it's like. English productions. Yeah, if you guys want to know a cool, look up some cool history stuff, just look up horror censorship in England, in Great Britain. Oh, that's a pretty heavy thing. Yeah, it was it was spurred on by a bunch of kids trying to find a vampire in real life. What? Like, they're fucking around, and then that's what happened? It's spread, they were, it's they're spr- looking it's, for a real vampire. It's spread around the playground that there was like a vampire who kidnapped two kids and ate them. So 200 kids armed with weapons stormed a graveyard looking for him. That's oh my God, that's like, amazing. It's very good. Once again, we're the real monsters. Well, then it's true. <laughs> but then eventually they blame like horror movies and American horror comics and stuff. So it led, it, it, it led to a whole, you know, like a satanic panic. It led to a whole like, you know, censorship push. And that was a crazy, that was yeah. a crazy area with, uh, in London with, with censorship. Cause it's true. They were running pirate radio off of boats and stuff in the middle it's of the crazy. ocean. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what you're showing me right now. Why? Uh, another movie that came out in 1965 was a Belgian-American animated uh, sci-fi fantasy film what? known as Pinocchio in Outer Space. Yeah, Pat can't see that, the logo that here. That sentence right there is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that neat? That's unsettling. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Him and Jiminy Cricket in a rocket ship going to outer space. Jiminy Cricket's in there, too? I didn't even see him. I didn't even see him. Oh, I thought it was Jiminy Cricket, but it says... Uh, oh, in the in lying the, to me. What, what other kind of a small creature would be with Pinocchio? Uh, but it says Nurdle the Turtle. Or Twirtle, T W U R T L E, Twirtle. I guess Jiminy Cricket probably isn't in the public domain. I bet. 
That's probably they, a Disney. That could, could have been a Disney creation. Yeah, that could yeah. be. That's true. So we get Nerdle the Turtle, huh? And Pinocchio. <laughs> the, the Twirtle. You're saying wrong. Twirtle. Nerdle the Twirtle. I, I mean, I'm looking at a Twirtle right now. I'll Twirtle you. It's not Pat, and you will not do that to me. At least not in front of me. Not in front of me either. <laughs> no, from behind you. I knew uh, as soon as I said it. You're going to twirtle Nick from behind me? Yes. Oh, man, I don't like that's this the, at that's all. Way, that's how twirling works. Please uh, send help. Yeah, send help. I don't like any of this. I don't support this. <laughs> not. I'm not here for this. Oh, no boy. one no one was. I wasn't here for this movie, uh, I felt like. I felt like I wasn't here for the movie when, you, when it was on my TV. I mean... Come on, dude. You don't like Nadir? He's like an all-star character. No, I didn't like that. Oh, he, he, just sat he in definitely chair stuck out. And pushed buttons. I mean, he was hamming it up in his room. I like the other guys that didn't say anything, and they just uh, did not. The cronies? Yeah, the, the cronies. space cronies. I like those guys. God, I love their outfits, because they're just so, like, human-looking. They look cute. I thought they were regular-looking people most of the until time, they took off their helmets. Most I had right. no idea. Right. Most of them probably didn't have the full makeup. Most of, of them not. just no, yeah, guys with one other on. guy did, right? No, a few other guys. Some did. of the guys did, but I think like two some, or three. I think the, yeah. a lot of them that wore helmets, they wore those for a sure. reason. Hell, yeah, not of course. Have to do the makeup. Yeah. Well, it's not even a thing. Of course they did. That's how you save money to make a good film. Well, then what happened in between that? <laughs> you know, get it? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, great. I know I got it, but Corey didn't react to you, so I had to. I was, they tried. Um, you yeah. know what else came out in 1965? That darn cat. A Disney uh, live okay. action film. Yeah. Hold on. Did he, become, the, a, did he but, become a cat? But it's, who became it, a cat? It starred Dean Jones, who became a dog in the Shaggy DA. The guy who played Will B. So Daniels. Did he become a cat in this film? No, it's not about a thing that where somebody becomes a cat. Oh, sorry. What an outlandish idea that we just I know. Had. Isn't that offensive? I can't believe we just about a mischievous cat. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Did the it's, cat, a, it's a crime comedy. Did the cat become a human? Yes. No, it doesn't become a Can it talk? I think they remade that. I know Disney remade that. So don't just point. tell me a title of a movie and not tell me the plot. That darn... And then be upset when we try and guess it. Yeah, the, God, that's not what it is. Well, you didn't tell me any hints. You just told me what it's called. Well, I didn't know you wanted me to go into the explanation of what that darn cat well, is about. Why, I don't know why. I didn't even know what that's about. Why was that even in my life? Okay, well, <laughs> that darn cat. It's about the Randall sisters. Thank you. Played by... Uh, well, Patty and Ingrid, played by Haley Mills, who's most famous from uh, the original Parent Trap, and mm-hmm. uh, Ing- Patty and Ingrid never have a dull moment thanks to the antics of DC, their troublemaking Siamese cat. <gasps> when DC wanders into an apartment where bank teller Margaret Miller is being held hostage, the clever captive writes help on her watch band and attaches it to the to the cat. Upon finding the message, Patty and Ingrid contact the FBI, and soon Agent oh, Zeke, shit, Zeke Kelso is there to investigate. Sweet. Yeah. That, that is fun. that darn cat. And they did, yeah. they, I was right. They did remake it in 1997, and it starred Christina Ricci and uh, Doug E. Doug. If you remember Doug E. Doug from Cool Runnings. Huh. Interesting. That's neat. Yep. I did. I remember them. I remember that coming out. I think I remember seeing that. Not in theaters, but I remember renting it from the video store. I mean, that darn it. cat. It definitely is familiar. Because there was also a, a slew of those remakes around that time. Um, they did a My Favorite Martian, and that was with Jeff Daniels and Christopher Lloyd. I recall that one. And then they had Flubber with mm-hmm. um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. So What's that had, about? Um, it's about a goat named Flubber. Neat. Weird. It's sweet. I remember a different Flubber when I was a kid. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's oh, that's, strange. Yeah, I don't know. This one I saw was about a goat. Weird. Named Flubber. It's kind of odd that the goat, because like his horns are probably hard, right? So what's Flubber about him? Is he like a, is he like a chunky goat? He has butt. 
Corey saw they some like inner species bets. porno. Corey, <laughs> called Flubber like, with like Flubber, what are you over there twirling? Oh man, it's so much to handle. That's where he got that word. He he knows what flirting is. Twirling. Whatever. I don't even know. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. It's not worth remembering. <laughs> it's just twirling, huh? Oh boy. But yeah, there was a weird slew of those remakes around the, in the mid uh, mid mid nineties, mid to late nineties. There, people get like no, get nostalgic, dude. Or studios look for ideas. Go back to the well of things that slightly worked before. I don't know if Flubber was necessarily one that was like a big hit back then, but in Dead Dark Cat... No, no, no. Yeah, people oh, like Flubber. The, the, the original. I think it was, yeah, um, right? I thought it was. But I thought people that, liked Dead Flubber. Dead Dark Cat was a massive uh, hit, hit for them. It was, Would, who uh, was in Flubber? Wasn't it Jerry Lewis? Yes, or, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was a thing. That was a big movie. Uh, isn't uh, Professor Frank like uh, uh, an ode to that character from The Simpsons? To the Flubber scientist? I think he's just... Various scientists, scientist. various scientists combined yeah. into one. Um, definitely it's, not like a. It's a hybrid. It's scientist. definitely not like a any sort of homage to Jerry Lewis because he doesn't act anything like Jerry Lewis. Well, I'm saying in that movie particularly. And the original Flubber was also called the Absent-Minded Professor. Oh uh, yes, that's true. I think that's the full title, isn't it? Of the new movie or no? There's a new. Well, the newer one. Oh, that wasn't Jerry Lewis in, in Flubber. Well, that's what I was asking. Who is oh, it? Oh, he's in... He's yeah, in which, what... Oh, what is... We're yeah. just thinking of Naughty Professor, I think. That's exactly what we're thinking of. Yeah, Naughty Professor, yeah. That's exactly what we're thinking of. Whoops. Yeah. Absent-Minded Professor was the original Flubber movie, and that did not star um, Jerry Lewis. Who did it Fred star? Fred McMurray. Damn it. And then there was a sequel called Son of Flubber. Well, I'll just stop trying to remember things then. Yeah, I must remember that pretty hard. Yeah. Just stop altogether. Basically. I'm never going to remember a thing. Well, you know, ever. yeah, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some, I guess. Is that... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, All right, I don't think sure. that's relevant, but okay. But Flubber, yeah, the original absent-minded <laughs> professor was a, was a pretty, pretty decent success. Ah. And obviously enough to make him a sequel. Sure. Isn't it weird, though, that they, like, um, nowadays it's probably more common for things like this to happen but back then it probably wasn't for a movie to have a sequel and the second name of the second movie is not the same name yeah like you had absent-minded professor and then the second movie is called son of flubber i feel like that wasn't as common not uh, then as it is now to have sequels be like I mean, it's, hard, it's harder to explain to people, ha- it, hey, these are right. part of the At least you would have the name, main name thing still in it. Artistically, like, well, like, I think I'm a huge fan of it, but it is hard to get people to realize they're connected, well, well, which like, is the whole point of doing yeah, it. now it works because you can have that shit everywhere. It, yeah. But it, I guess it happened with like um, Pink Panther. The first one's called A Shot in the Dark. Oh, okay. But then they started calling them the Pink Panther after mm. that, and then it was like the Pink they were all called whatever the Pink Panther, blah blah blah, you know, that kind of thing. That kind of jazz. Or no, the second one's shot in the dark. Sorry. Oh. So the first, first one, one's Pink Panther. First one is Pink Panther. Then What's the, the second one, one the, the second one's shot in the dark. The third one's called just called Inspector Clouseau. And then they went into calling them all the Return of the Pink Panther, Pink Panther Strikes Again, Revenge of the Everything had Pink Panther in it after that. Ah, uh, okay. After think, the third one. But I think I wonder if I would like to know if that was where the, people were like confused as to like what's a shot in the dark. Like they were trying to do like I'm sure. Professor Clouseau right. continuation, right? And people needed that name recognition. They of did. the Pink Panther they from didn't. the first movie. Yeah. But it's funny when we were like like growing up, like I didn't. We I'm sure none of us knew that that was like a movie about a 
fucking diamond. No, I didn't know that. I just until... thought it was a cartoon about this pink panther. Because the, pan- the yeah. pink panther was also like a mascot for, it was like an insulation oh, yeah. um, was. product. It's How true. that work out? It must have been. It was a, a pink list. insulation. They yeah, still... it's easy. Yeah, easy connection there. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I learned, because I've never watched those movies, the originals. Um, I didn't realize that until like a parody episode of Lupin the Third, where they're get, trying to get like a Black Panther diamond. That's awesome. And it's actually a diamond that like transforms into a panther and it runs away. That's why can, they can never get it. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I came to that realization. That's good stuff. It all comes back in anime. I mean, culture references culture, you know. Yeah. yeah. I have I've seen a couple of the older ones. I have seen the original. And then Shot in the Dark is like notoriously like the best one. I know that's supposed to be like wildly hilarious. Yeah, the first one, uh, but the first one, Peter Sellers' character as Inspector Clouseau was not like the main character. Yeah. And, but he was so like over, like it was so popular, that character in it. That's when they did Shot in the Dark. And oh, then, okay. he, then they were like, okay, he's going to be the main. That's cool. The main character from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind the. I never saw the sequel, but I didn't mind the Steve Martin funny. Pink Panther. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, there's Isn't, is him and Beyonce in one of them. I was that the first one. There's two the of them. They made one. two of them, but I didn't see the I second that was one. The first one. The first one was funny though. There was the cheeseburger thing. That was funny. I couldn't say cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It's a it funny, funny scene where he just it can't say it, and he's just like, he, and then he's like at the. But he's also obsessed with him, isn't he? Yeah, he tries to get him he has, through. Yeah, he. That's he's why trying he's trying to tell airport. him what he has in his pockets oh, at the yeah, airport, yeah, yeah. and he can't say it, and he's just the <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a funny. It's a funny scene. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good. But I think a lot of people probably don't like that movie, but because it was, I think, aren't the originals more geared towards adults as well? Yes, I think so. But yeah, I think and, I don't think they were like horribly like No, they weren't well, looting. I don't think like they that. were rated R or anything no. like that. But I don't and I don't think they were very maybe the first couple might have been a little I just bit. I think more, it's a lot more comedy that wouldn't fall with kids, you know. It's not gonna hug them. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt at a certain point if it was like where it was more comedy, like more physical, it got probably got more physical over time instead yeah. of like Whatever. I mean, they made so many of these fucking movies. It's outrageous. Obviously, at one point, Peter Sellers is like no longer in them, but it's um, it's pretty pretty ridiculous. They made so many of them. Yeah, I don't know. I've only seen the one remake. That's it. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Pink Panther movies. Damn, dude. Before the obviously reboot eventually. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh, I, I think a while back I had died, dove into some of those uh, some of these movies that have like tons of sequels. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, obviously there's certain characters. Police Academy was one, right? But I mean, like older that. than that. There's movies that like where these people would be in like so many of movies. It'd be like, outrageous. I um, I got. I want to look it up real quick. Anyways, but you, you think of other like. Characters that have been involved in a lot of movies too, like Tarzan. How many Tarzan movies are out there? A couple. It's it's public there's, there's, domain. Right, That's but why. I mean, I'm just saying though. There's like some movies. Robin Hood. There's probably some movies though that um that have like oh like a long running series of Tarzan. You know. Oh yeah, especially back in the day when it was already public domain. You know. Yeah, so I'm sure there were probably like multiple of like there was probably like a whole Tarzan like series where a guy played Tarzan for like over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. 
But uh, I was trying to look at film series. This is, it's all too like every one of these is modern, but there's there's other ones where it's like the amount of movies that this franchise had. This one right here is too recent. It's not diving into some of these older ones. But there were anyways. There was these older ones where like some of these like they would they would these char- these actors would play these characters for like twenty eight movies or something like that. That's insane. Yeah, it was ridiculous, dude. It was. But like, it's a paycheck, so. Again, who knows what else you're especially doing. Especially when you're an actor, yeah. Yeah, and especially at the time, a long time ago. So, But I, I can't find the article or whatever I was reading at the time. But oh. anyways, it's irrelevant now. And irrelevant to this movie because this movie was... It's a one and done. One and done and they were better off that it didn't have a thousand sequels. Maybe somebody will remake it one day. Frankenstein versus meets the space monster. I think that would not go over well. I think it would probably be some sort of sci-fi channel original whole... I mean, or you, can make anything, you can make anything good, man. There's stuff here. Yeah, no, I just, think, I just feel like a movie with that title would not have much of a market. Yeah, the movie no, you gotta call it something else. Like... Uh, I don't... There's so many niches for stuff nowadays. I feel like the only way you can get away with absurd things is if you're drawing people in with something else at, f- at first. Like even the Godzilla movie, the last one, it was very absurd. But like you got to like get people with like Godzilla and they know it. So they'll go in and well, yeah. then they're just going to deal with the insanity that happens inside. Sure. Yeah. So. But I mean, it's Godzilla and he fights monsters. Right. Well, some people, so like, I don't know what they expect. I mean, I don't know what a lot of people. That's expect. very true. Yeah. Uh, I, I I guess you could say that about most movies. What do, what do sometimes it's like this is we already knew going in what this was going to be. What do I we mean, expect here? People come from all walks of life and they have their preconceived notions. It's hard to yeah, a lot of those, guess what people what comes into certain people's minds. You have no idea. Well, especially with the Godzilla ones, I think a lot of people have never seen the original Toho one. So which is. I mean, so they expect like, oh, it's it, what he's are, just fighting the whole time. Yeah, what are we doing, guys? It feels it seems to me like it's hard to not have. Well, I guess you have maybe have not ever seen a Godzilla movie. But, I mean, at this point, but they is ran, Godzilla blo- broadcasting on TV like he was all the time, like when we were kids. I don't think so. No, but I mean, I mean back then though, like anybody, like because like you got to remember, like Godzilla it was starting in the sixties, but then it Correct. ran through the seventies and then it ran through the eighties. Yep. they had reiterations and reboot and re. They were kept reinventing Godzilla. Uh-huh. Toho did it, and then they, and at one point they brought it, brought it to um, the America when that Godzilla in nineteen eighty five. So that's like a hybrid American Toho yeah. oh, connected movie, but like it never Godzilla never stopped being a thing. Whether it was in you know mainly in video stores here, but then you had like obviously the Matthew Broderick one, which gave life to like Toho to to do another reboot they never called it a reboot but it was always like here's godzilla fighting these right it was like you have godzilla versus mecha godzilla which is already a movie but it's like correct they would just mm-hmm. call it a godzilla against mecha godzilla or something oh, okay, whatever okay. yeah and then they was basically like just not redo the story but redo the battle whatever and they would just kind of with technology and things like that getting better effects and whatever same thing in the 2000s. They had Godzilla 2000, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, Godzilla Final Wars, and there's a bunch of those. So they would just, every decade, they would there was always Godzilla. It was never went away, and they were always in video stores and things like that. So I feel like it's hard like, for, it's, I think if it's hard for anybody out there to not know what at least what Godzilla looks like. I mean, somebody born, oh, in, yeah. the, if somebody born in the year 2000, well, no, it looks like, right, is like 21 years old now. And like how much? So how many have been made already <laughs> between then and now? Yeah, I mean the new ones, sure, but like before that, like what were they watching when they were little? I don't know. I mean, you know I mean? guess you would just watch old ones if you if you got them at the video source, right? And what would you? I just, but 
Yeah. But I feel like everybody knows. But the thing is, if you see Godzilla... Yeah, I, would, I would imagine you, most people could just draw a picture of Godzilla. And it would, would look somewhat like him. You would hope. And there was a long-running uh, TV series as well. Cartoon. The Godzilla cartoon. I remember that cartoon. It was based off of the Matthew How, how long-running was it? That was only like a season or two, if that. It was, I think it, it kind of aired right along with the Men in Black one, didn't it? It did. I was ta- I taped kind it when I was side. little. Yeah, like that and Jumanji. Um, I don't remember the Jumanji one, really. I don't know why. Well, it aired for 40 episodes. That ain't bad. Yeah. On Fox Kids. Correct. So maybe it wasn't on the same as Men in Black, because Men in Black was like on a syndicated thing. I don't know. I thought it was... Men, I thought it was Men same in, channel. Even. Men in Black. Fox, I think, you know what? I wonder if it's just the same animation studio, because it's very similar animation, from what I recall. So I remember Men in Black being with like Jumanji and... Um, what was it like? Was it like Extreme a, Ghostbusters, and those were all syndi- oh, yeah, syndicated... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because Men in Black was on Kids WB, okay. so syndicated more I was, so. I was thinking, um, yeah, whatever the CW was, but that's WB Channel 9. Yeah. The, around these parts anyways. Right. So yeah, WB, which is... That, you know, it's that. Yeah. So Kids WB was, uh, was that, and that's where Men in Black was, and I think that's also where Jumanji was. That's where, um, obviously, Animaniacs was as well. Yes. Freakazoid. Oh, good one. Um, and then Batman en- ended up there after it was on Fox when it was just like the new adventure, the new Batman the new adventures. Batman and Robin adventures. No, that was still on Fox, but this was like the new Batman adventures. And and then there was um, the new Batman Superman adventures as well. Okay, yeah. All still the same Superman animated series, whatever. They all moved from Fox to Kids WB once they got a channel and okay. had a show and stuff like that. So, you know. Anyways, I don't know how we got on this. Me neither. From Godzilla. Going I, don't this, uh, <laughs> I don't have a clue. One thing I also don't remember being a thing, but it, it, uh, it was, but because there was like Animaniacs and there was Twi- Pinky and the Brain had their own show. And then at one point there was Pinky Elmira in the Brain. It was Elmira wow. from Tiny Toon Adventures and she I was with them. didn't wow. know that. I thought that was like a one-off episode because I can recall that. It only ran for like a, maybe a, a season, show. but yeah, it was like a, hmm. a weird. Uh, She's a terrifying uh, character. She's got that little bow in her hair with the skull. It's cool. Very creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, I do want to read a couple of reviews here from IMDb uh, to see what some people were thinking. Uh, this one person said it was eight out of ten stars. Uh, deliciously cheesy. Love it. I just watched the this Cheddar Fest. No, I don't this love morning. it anymore. Oh, don't call it that. I'm it's done. a solid off board. eight if you love cheesy movies. Stop it's, saying cheese. It's about a negative two if you don't. Fair. Oh, and a note to um, Moo Cow Mo: the Martians are not armed with hair dryers. Those are Whammo air blasters. A delightfully dangerous toy from the 1960s. You'd cock the air blaster by pulling the lever on top, pulling the trigger would expel a blast of air, which was able to topple a house of cards from about 40 feet. More usually when fired from close range at a friend's ear, it was fully capable of rupturing their eardrum. This sounds horrifying. For some reason, Whammo no longer markets the air blaster. That was the end of the review, by the way. It, they don't make it. He gets distracted. <laughs> <laughs> it started with, uh, yeah, those were the guns uh, they used in the yeah. movie. 180 bucks on it. Uh, Bonanza? Um, so that man got distracted with correcting someone else's yeah, review. Yeah, he started talking stopped. about the movie and how one would feel about it, and, and then, then uh, got distracted by this other guy's review, Moo Cow Mo. 
who who rated the movie a one out of ten stars. Uh, his review said, "Who boy, what a mess!" and some weird emoji um, at the end. Much of the film involves the actors stumbling about in the bushes at night, so you can't actually see what they do. In fact, the film is as murky as a, as a septic tank and sports some of the worst post-production looping editing this cow has ever seen. Tossin man, man s- refers to himself as a cow in his review. Wait a minute, now what's going on? So, Tossing some rockin' 60s surf um, music. I gotta go with the... I'm, he, did he say that? Yes, he said that. I, gotta, I was trying to read that. I thought Wait it was a, a mistake. Um, but it was, I thought Can it was mosaic just, or something at first, a music. Just pause for a second. And you've these got, are the, these are the gems and people who exist out there. Right. That's all I'm saying. You, then, then you've got an all, almost passable, oh uh, plate of schlock. First time director, Frank Gaffney direct, never directed again. And the world breathed a sigh of relief. That's not nice. Marilyn, wow, chill, <laughs> Marilyn dude. Hanold, wow. uh, also starred in the brain that wouldn't die plays at the ditzy Cleopatra, the princess, uh, Cleopatra-like Princess Marquezan. Was that her name? I don't know. Did they ever, ever say her name? They say princess whatever a lot. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, who wears a, a hat made of Kleenex and cardboard? Lou Cattell from Pee-wee's Big Adventure plays Nadir, the effort smiling bald dwarf who oogles the stolen babes. Longtime bit actor James Karen from obviously Poltergeist Invader from Mars and Return of the Living Dead plays that Dr. Adam Steele, the bland, unappealing scientist who creates Frank and goes off to find him when Frank gets his face turned into a tuna melt. This film is a mumbling, stuttering, incoherent, indigestible pile of celluloid that only professional devotees of schlock theater could love. So So says the moo cow. As old Princess Mazarkin says, <laughs> this clearly this is clearly a failure. You said it, babe. Mukamo, huh? Uh, theory, those are two accounts from the same person because they're associated with cheese and dairy. Muk Muk Mukamo, he's done um, only 132 reviews on. Um, I mean, how many? But on, uh, honestly, <laughs> how many reviews can you make that? Honestly, many, I was expecting to like I was five thousand. Oh I was yeah, I was, I was guessing at least. 1, yeah, I, I was absolutely hoping. Yeah. Also, well, he did a review of, still, of of Jack yeah, Frost, the horror movie. It says, "Um, well, it appears that someone made a movie about a demented wisecracking killer, Styrofoam Snowman." This guy is out of control. This guy woke up one day and decided this is what he's, he's going like, to do. He's like, "I'm a cow for these reviews." <laughs> well, uh, there's a movie. There's this movie called The Projected Man from 1966, yeah. and like the whole review, it just says a bunch of Z's at the top, and then it says, "Yawn, Z's." A bunch of bunch of sleepy Z's, and it says, "Oh, um, excuse me, sorry, I fell asleep there for a moment." I was waiting for the cow bun. Now where was I? Oh, yes, the projected man. He's he's built up a whole character and persona for just a hundred IMDb reviews. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. This is. There's a lot going yeah. on here. Yeah, hey, let's let's load up the, the FBI on this one. <laughs> Moo cow mo. <laughs> Moo cow mo. We got to remember that one. We reviewed a lot of these like schlock movie, all sorority babes and slime ball bolorama. So there's one from the '80s. Uh, Nightbreed. There's a Nightbreed review in here. I mean, he seems to be a genuine schlock fan, and he don't, he shit all over the movie that he said would be only for genuine schlock fans. What's going on here? He just didn't like that specific one. That's okay. I like schlock movies too, but I didn't like this movie either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it happens. But yeah, this per- this guy, he only done 132 reviews. Most of them are older 60s and uh, some 70s movies and a rare 80s. Cool stuff. I'm, I'm gem there. So. What's, the, what's the newest one he's left? 
I don't know if you can. Can't go by. Um, I figured that was how they were. You can do by, by rev- you can do by review date, but yeah. you can't do by um, movie date. Yeah, review date. That's the last I mean. review he did was in February of two thousand seven. Um, so R.I.P. Mukamo. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he got uh, trampled by a stampede of cows. You think so? Because he was trying to have sex with them. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work out well. Oh, my God. He was just doing some cow cow tipping late at night. He's had a move on out. (laughs) 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 Well, I expected you to have a good one. You said he was trampled by cows. Like, just a mess of bloody and a massacre. He was trampled by cows. It was utterly hilarious. Yeah, got there. There you go. There you go. Corey's Thanks. Been the, the cow man for two seconds. He's doing a better job yeah, than that exactly. guy. And then there's one more. There's one other review that I that I found on there that I wanted to share. It says even worse than Mars Attacks, similar to Tim Burton's Mars Attacks, but with what? a better what? but still hopelessly inept script. And unlike Burton's film, re- really terrible special effects and acting. It proves you do not need millions and millions of dollars and big names to star to and stars to make a truly rotten film. One of the ray guns is an undisguised toy air pump gun common at the time. Fun in a way than bigger budget bombs can can never be. Charming as only very special bad films can be. So they give it a 1 out of 10, but they said it was worse than Mars Attacks. But they seem to really hate Mars Attacks. Yeah, I what think, the fuck? I think they just, you know, spoiler alert, a lot of people die. I think it scarred them when they watched it. <laughs> you think that's it? I, I think know. they did. I, think I mean, they, they die in a pretty cartoonish way. I don't know, man. It they turn me- into... Weird colored skeletons. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. It's awesome. Yeah, if you, why? Well, like, wow, it's intense. That's scary. Very, very, very scary. It could be. Um, so for this person, maybe. Yeah. So we're gonna jump into the one more decade. Uh, mainly in the early seventies, these monster movies kind of kept chugging along. Uh, sure. They kind of faded away at some point. Though in the eighties, though, you get some. It's different. Obviously, it's a different version. Though uh, yeah. Invaders from Mars uh, in the eighties is very much like this. Style, but very well done. So I highly recommend watching Invaders from Mars. Anyways, uh, this movie is from 1971. It actually launched the career of one Stan Winston. Uh, I watched his documentary recently, so I had uh, I knew I had heard this name of this movie somewhere, and it was from that documentary. And it's a movie from, like I said, 1971, and it's called Octoman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was this the one that he fought? I think he fought to have his name in the credits for this one. Can't remember. We'll, we'll do some research and look into that. But um, uh, I can't remember if that was the f- that was the case. But I do remember this being this was his first ever like credit, first ever anything. And that was the one he fought for. Um, to I be think. um, so oh, no, no, not Stan Winston. God, I'm dumb. It's not Stan Winston. Now, who is uh, it? Rick Baker. Totally. This then what I said no longer matters. <laughs> Rick Baker. We were everything I said does not matter. That was incorrect. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I could not remember the name of the film that he had done, but Stan Winston had fought hard to get his credits in a movie. And now, whatever that movie is, I forget. But the Stan, title. but Rick Baker also did amazing. I'm not saying uh, he didn't work. You know, Grinch, Men in Black, Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Stuff, I'm not right? saying. I'm not saying he didn't. Stan Winston. Let's let's look it up. Stan Winston's first movie he ever did. Um, let's go take a quick look for the makeup special <laughs> effects on Stan Winston. The first movie he ever did was a uh, thing called W.C. Fields and Me. What was one after that? Dracula's Dog. 
Interesting. And then Parasite, White Dog, Dracula's Dog. Have to dig in there. That was uh, oh, th- that was in the special effects. Maybe makeup is different. Gargoyles, a TV movie. We'll see. I'll we'll play it out. I'll the, go. The, I'll go. Bat, the Bat People. Yeah, I'll go, che- I'll go check it out. On. So, anyways, um, yeah. So I was thinking of. Uh, actually, Stan Winston did Invaders from Mars. It's funny that I mentioned that movie. Um, he did the, um, you know, design yeah. work on that movie. Anyways, not Stan Winston. Rick Baker, also fantastic. Uh, yes, correct. Special effects uh, wizard there who has not passed away, unlike, uh, unfortunately, Stan Winston. It is sad. But, um, but yeah, uh, Rick Baker, Wolf, Frighteners, Nutty Professor, Batman. Worked with Tim Burton a lot. Coming to America, he did all the makeup there. Worked with Eddie Murphy a lot, too, obviously. So there you go, Rick Baker. Anyways, uh, so yeah, next week on the podcast, Octoman from 1971. Octoman, not Octoman. I already made that Octum. mistake. I fixed it. Yeah. See, there you go. And so uh, there you go. Watch it on Amazon Prime and come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Being